This is the Horse Radio Network. What a beautiful day for horses in the morning. You are listening to the number one horse podcast in the world. Here's your entertaining look at the horse world and the people in it. It's Friday, everybody, and I am Glenn the Geek in Ocala, Florida. And I'm Jamie Jennings, and I'm in Norman, Oklahoma, and you're listening to Horses in the Morning on the Horse Radio Network for July 17th, episode 2479, brought to you today by Kentucky Performance Products. Good morning, horse people. Congratulations. You made it to Freestyle Friday. That means Jamie and Glenn are here to lead you into the weekend with some fun horse talk and some really bad ads on Horses in the Morning. That's right. It is Friday, and we have an auctioneer coming on the show today. Uh, He's not here to sell anything on the show, I don't think. Are you for sale? <laughs> we, Is any, do you have anything for sale we can put up for auction no, today? No, but heck, I might be buying. <laughs> That's true. Who knows? <laughs> Don't go looking at those pictures. Jennifer went down that rabbit hole and was there for two hours. Oh so auctioneer gosh. Tim Jennings joins us to chat about the Chinkatee Pony Auction, which this year is going to be held online. So that means all of you can buy one. Plus some random equine news and some really bad ads all on today's show. But first, I have a warning for all of you, and it happened to me this morning. So Ariat sent out a message to all the media begging us to put out the word, and this is what it is. To our Ariat community, there are several social ads and Facebook paid sponsored ads and counterfeit Ariat websites that claim to have heavily discounted Ariat products. These are fraudulent scams. If you have questions, contact us directly, and we're happy to help you verify whether it's an authorized Ariat dealer. If you've recently purchased from one of these sites, we recommend you contact your bank immediately. So after I got that email, I was on fa- scrolling through Facebook like normal, and here's an ad, and now I lost it because you can never find it again. Here's an ad that says, uh, deeply discounted Ariat products, and there's a picture of a warehouse with thousands of Ariat boots lined up. So I went over to the website, and I, it, it, sure enough, it's a website that has n- basically nothing on it, no contact information, just, you know, one of those build-it-in-two-minute websites. And what will happen is you will place your order for your deeply discounted Ariat product, and you will never see your money or product again. Really? So uh, be aware of that. This is happening. Apparently, they've targeted Ariat because they know Ariat's a big company. And it is definitely happening all over the place. People have been ripped off. Uh, you definitely need to make sure if you're buying any Ariat products, buy it from a reputable company you already know. So it's basically you go on and you place your order and they take your money and legit never see anything? Correct. And the website disappears in about two weeks, uh, and everybody's gone. So now that's happening with all kinds of things. It's not just Ariat products. So you're going to see Facebook ads pop up. Report them, by the way, if you do. You're going to see Facebook, and when you go to the website, it looks like a very simple website. They maybe have a couple of tabs across the top. They're selling usually one kind of product, and that's it. And that's all they sell. And then you you go there and you go, well, this doesn't look very legitimate. And you're probably right. It's not legitimate. Don't buy anything. So it's true of electronics products. And now now they're getting into the horse world, apparently. Wow. So this is is like 
they're just messing with the way people shop forever now. Yes. That's right. I mean, and, you know, I think Facebook's trying to shut them down as fast as they can. I know Ariat's been reporting them, and, uh, you know, it, I like that one this morning I reported it. I don't know if anybody ever looks at that stuff. But, you know, be careful. Just be aware. If it's too good to be true, it is. Wow. Yeah, so be aware. That is happening. All right, so uh, I have some other quick hit news for you, too, right after we do Daily Winnies. <laughs> Very happy birthday to auditors Ray Watts, fellow cruiser as well, uh, Bethany Bartoloni. I love that name. That's a cool name. And Elizabeth York, happy birthday to all three of you. We hope you have a wonderful weekend. I'm pretty sure it's Bartolini, but whatever. Bartolini? <laughs> Bartolini? Um, my daily Winnie goes out to, yes, he finally gets a daily Winnie for being good. A very good boy. And that Zeus? is, are you ready? It's Zeus. He gets a daily Winnie. <laughs> How'd I guess? <laughs> because he usually gets him for being, he's like the post daily Winnie discussion usually. So I wanted to give him a little bit of a, uh, a little bit of love. It's not a hashtag. Damn it. Zeus. Um, he has been, this is Zeus is the Mustang that I have that notoriously causes problems, escapes from anything. He was uh, captured. His mom was captured pregnant. So he was born in a holding facility. He lived there six years and that gave him plenty of time to devise his strategy for taking over the world and escaping anything that you can possibly put him in. And so, uh, he, after he did attend and he was my event horse and he did attend and heard his tendon. So he's been coming back, but he has found a really fantastic job being the saddle horse. And what that is, is when I'm starting other horses, I can, because I have Abby here, God bless her. Uh, she's riding all the babies and I ride him and they, we, we follow each other. And Glenn, baby Zara went on her first field trip. We went to Lake Thunderbird and went trail riding and Zeus led the way, even though he's the worst trail horse in the world. <laughs> um, he led the way. Zara was well, in the He feels middle. important like he has a job. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. It was great. He, and then we had How my Zara on a draft trip, horse. trip. She was freaking perfect. Yeah. She loaded, she unloaded, got tacked up, stood there, got mounted, rode off like she'd been doing it her whole life. She also had her first canter the other day. If you guys want to see any of this, you can go to my uh, business page. It's Flyover Farm. Uh, Jamie Jennings, certified Monty Roberts instructor. Uh, but just search for Flyover Farm. You should find it. And she did so great. I'm really pleased. But I'm really pleased, too. We have another horse here named Cameo. And Cameo is a big, ginormous 17-hand mare. And, oh, my God, Zeus just led her around yesterday. And she makes him look like a shinkatig pony. You found a job <laughs> for him, finally. I did. He's got a job, and he's he's really relaxed now that he's kind of back to having a purpose. So anyway, he's been a very good boy, and I just thought I should deliver to the world a little bit of good news, and hopefully my husband's listening and realizing he's never going to be sold. He's here forever. <laughs> Deal with it. Much <laughs> Me, this dog, and a basset hound. The, the basset hound, the, the Mustang and I, are we're staying. We're not going anywhere. Uh, is the child staying too? Yeah, he's all right. All right. <laughs> <laughs>
I have some news quick hits for you this morning. First off, and not all of them good, but it's the world we live in today. So uh, first off, the Scottish, we have a lot of listeners in Scotland. We've met some of them, actually. And Scottish equestrian competitions are to remain on hold. Uh, they British show jumping and horses Scotland put in a proposal and submitted it to the government to resume horse showing because they are not yet. And the government said, nope. No, thanks. Uh, come back at the end of the month. So Horse Scotland is revising the proposal uh, to send to the Scottish government ahead of the review on July 31st. And we, you remember, we've had quite a few guests on for Scotland, and they live for their rides over there. So uh, we, we're thinking about you guys. I've I had a Scottish so story. We've seen so people here in the U.S. that have had horse shows canceled. And I think one of our auditors just had the can- show canceled the night before. So I And mean, that gosh. was interesting. Did you read why that one was canceled? Because the person putting on the show thinks she has COVID? Yes. Well, that's probably a good reason. <laughs> you know, if the person running the show is sick, there's probably no... I'd still be pissed, especially if I'd braided. I would, you'd be dead to me. <laughs> if I had to unbraid... You, you would rather lose no money than, than waste that braid. <laughs> I will take the COVID if I do not have to waste a braiding. <laughs> you know what? I'm just going to go ahead and ride. It's fine. I'll wear a mask. It's I fine. see a I list. We could do a list. No you would take covid instead of doing this horsey thing and we'd have to come yeah. up with a we can come up with 10 of those i think all right yes. next one i'd risk it well for the first time in like 120 years the tournament of roses parade was canceled and why are they canceling so early because it yes when, why well they build those floats it takes them months and months and months and it takes thousands of volunteers all very very close together to build the floats so they just could not. And California is pretty shut down still, remember. So they can't get the volunteers in to build the floats. They come from all over the world and they just can't afford to, to risk the money. Plus, they said, and this is interesting, that a lot of those flowers are imported from Europe and from other places and they weren't necessarily going to be able to get them. Yeah. So there's just it had nothing to do with the horse or the units or the bands or any of that. It's building those elaborate floats, which takes a very long time. And a lot of people, they just couldn't risk it. So that's why you're not seeing the Tournament of Roses parade. And we've covered that every year since we've been on the air. (laughs) And I had to build a float. Did you ever have to build a float in high school? Yeah, but it didn't look like anything like theirs. Did yours? God, that was the worst torture ever. I'm like, you want me to do what? Put this in chicken? No, 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 no. That's not happening. Our float was pretty bad. Was yours? I don't even. I, I, our school colors were purple and gold. And I'm pretty sure everybody had some sort of like purple and gold monstrosity. And um, no, I was like, I think I'll just sit over here and like, be cool and smoke cigarettes or something. Uh, <laughs> y'all go ahead. I'm just going to be over here. And believe it or not, I did not get selected for homecoming. So oh, that's funny how that works. <laughs> you were not the homecoming queen. I was not. I was not even on the homecoming. Uh, Court, you know, you field. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So in Cambridgeshire, is that you think Cambridgeshire? 
I'm going with Cambridgeshire. Uh, the, the Rural Crime Action Team, which I think is the police, were on patrol on Middle Drove near Peterborough on July 9th in England, and they heard the sounds of an animal in distress coming I from behind a caravan on a plot of land. So we hear an animal in distress behind a camper, basically, on a plot of land, and the officers discovered a horse that was caught up in the wired cables. So they freed him, and while they were freeing him, they spotted a cannabis factory inside the vehicle while they were there. After following electric cables from the caravan to two sheds, they found further plants. A total of 34 cannabis plants, along with cultivation equipment, were later seized. They also seized a trailer believed to be stolen, and they're trying to identify its owner because apparently this guy was not home. (laughs) Man... You are one pathetic loser. Yeah. I have questions, though. (laughs) Yeah. Like, why does he have a horse? (laughs) Well, I I feel like this is kind of a a rural area, and there's a lot of gypsies that kind of make their way around. There's a lot of gypsy horses. Like, when I was in Spain, the horses just turned out. And um, it's uh, what... (laughs) What noise would a police officer have heard driving by that sounded like a animal in distress that a horse could be making? You know what I mean? Like a whinny. I feel like there's more to the story. Like they were sniffing around. Yeah, I they think they kind of the had an idea. Yeah, the horse was the excuse to get. I was to- just walking down the street and I heard a horse in distress. What were they whinnying? Like I, I don't understand. I don't that makes either. no sense. But. The good news is there's 34 less weed plants in the year. <laughs> you know what? Come to Oklahoma and you can pick up all you want because it's legal here. And it is crazy how many dispensaries there are. There must be is three on every Oklahoma? Yes. Oh, I didn't know that. Medical marijuana is legal. Ev- Apparently, everybody's got some sort of glaucoma here. Because <laughs> <laughs> all right. One more Lord. quick story before our guest. This is a story that we hope happens. Uh, The Tokyo 2020 Olympic Games Committee has set the dates for the equestrian competition next year. It'll run basically the same time as it was supposed to run this year, July 24th through August the 7th. And you can go to the FEI's Olympic Hub page to find all the details. They've set the times for all the different disciplines. So uh, providing everything... (laughs) Providing something happens positive at the whole COVID thing, uh, we'll have the Olympics next year in Tokyo. So that okay. is the end of my quickets. Before we get our guest on the line, I have to say something. If you've stuck around this long, you're listening to the whole show, and maybe you're an auditor, and if you're not, you need to be, because something happened to me yesterday that I cannot discuss on the show. But it has. I have never had this happened to me before in the world of horses ever, ever, ever. There is no, I, I mean, I just, I I can't get it out of my mind and I have to discuss it with Glenn. And so (laughs) I I invite you auditors to, and I don't know what it is now. I'm curious. (laughs) Holy mother. I can't. I, if you are not an auditor, this is the reason why. So, Glenn, if they are not an auditor, they can be. And how do they listen to the special post show that is only available to auditors? Just go to horseradionetwork.com, scroll down the right side of the page, you'll see the auditor banner there. And for as little as $3 a month, you can play along and listen to Jamie's stories post show. Oh, my God. <laughs> this is. 
did not can't mm-mm, no not mm-mm, i don't even know what to say <laughs> i can't get out of my brain abby was there we're like did that really happen did did that actually happen so that's the drama but how do they listen how do people listen if they are an auditor how do they listen to this special show there's a special rss feed for auditors that you have to manually put in your your player and there's instructions for that if you go to the auditor page on the left side you're going to see announcements just scroll down the announcements and there's instructions in there how to do it. Oh, my God. It's worth it. Okay. Okay. It's worth $3. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's get uh, auctioneer Tim Jennings on the line. He has been doing the Chincoteague Pony auctions for a while. And as we all know, the the big swim is not happening this year, but they still have to sell off the babies. So we're going to get him on and talk a little bit about how they're doing that this year and how you can buy one. You can buy yourself a Chincoteague Pony baby. Well, you're kind of cutting in and out, Shai. Hi, is Tim there? Hi. How are y'all doing? Good. You got Jamie and Glenn. How are you? Hello. We're doing great. Are you on a speaker? If you are, could you come off of it? No, I'm on my earbuds. Oh, good. Okay, good. So so you have been an auctioneer there for a while? Um, Chicketig, yes. Since 2000. Oh, wow. So you've auctioned off a lot of pony babies. Yeah, lots of pony babies. A little over over $3 million worth. Wow. Dang. So how it's got to be weird this year. We've covered this. We've been doing this show for 10 years, and we've covered it every year. And every year we have somebody on a boat in the middle of the lake uh, that's giving us live play-by-play. And it's so weird for us, and it has to be really weird for you. It's really weird. It's really weird for us and for the... um, the fire company and all the saltwater cowboys. I mean, it's just so out of the norm. Are but they, are they still the going to swim them and I, do everything like they would have? They're going to round them up. And I'm not sure about the swim. They're going to trailer most of them over to the carnival grounds so they can wean them. And we can, uh, people that buy online can, um, can pick up the foals. I assume the carnival's not happening either. It's not happening either. It's a half a million dollar hole and got to fill. Because that is the fire. It's the, it's for the fire department, right? Yes, it is. All yeah. proceeds benefit the fire company. So that means we have to sell these foals for a lot of money. Well, you know, it's it's really, yeah, we have to sell them for as much <laughs> as we can get, which is what we always do. Right. But it's, um, you know, it's not up to us. It's up to the people that are clicking the button. Well, that's why we're here. The live auction is, yeah. We're here to talk about that. You're doing it online this year, and I know mm-hmm. when Jamie gets quiet when we're talking to somebody that is an auctioneer about an auction, that means she's shopping. <laughs> that's what that means. Busted. <laughs> there are some really cute babies this year. Oh my god! It's there's a, a great set of babies. It's so much of- color too. Like everything has color almost, it seems. And uh this is uh oh my god, they're the cutest things. And then they're like little pony babies. I have to have okay. So question. I live in Oklahoma. How can I if I yeah. purchase one of these online, can I get it shipped to me? Do you guys do that? Uh yeah. As with the rest of our, our internet auctions, the buyer's responsible for transportation. But we're putting up, in fact, we've already got a few uh, people up that can can ship. There are even some people that can pick them up from the carnival grounds, get them halter broke, and ready to ship. 
So okay, I'm going to need their number. Matter. <laughs> okay. If you, if, you go to, if you go to if you go to sporthorseauctions.com and click on the Go to Shake Pig Pony catalog and take a look under Lot B, there's some names right there. There's haulers. There's um, uh, you know people that haul everywhere, and there are a couple of people already that that and all of these are approved by the fire company, so you know you're not getting some um, somebody that's not competent doing it, but you know, there are people that can pick them up, get them, um, get them halter broke for you and ship when you're ready. God, these are, and there's, wow, there's a lot this year. 68. That just, is that normal? Oh, yeah. It's the biggest, it's biggest it's been in probably five or six years. Wow. They were, they were having fun on, uh, 11 months ago on the island. Uh, so, so. They, <laughs> they were, and, and there's a lot of late ones. So, and, we were kind of warned about the late ones. Darcy Cole, who has done the, uh, all the photos for these polls, has, um, you know, she's, she hikes out there 300 days a year. Wow. Taking pictures of them, keeping up, particularly in the spring. She walk, she'll walk 8, 10 miles a day getting pictures of the new babies. But she said, be ready for a bunch of late babies because there was a lot of um, partying going on during the carnival, the carnival grounds last year. <laughs> There sure were. <laughs> yeah. So, so what do these go for people who have never followed it before? What do they go for price wise? Let's 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 take a look at what what would number seven go for price wise? <laughs> what do you think? <laughs> the Bay Pinto Colt there well, that then, you're looking at? <laughs> those Colts like last the last couple of years, particularly last year, was very, very good. It set it broke every record for average and gross and um but it um you know, this one could be anywhere from fifteen hundred to sixty five hundred, seven thousand, just depending on how many other people like them as much as you do, Jamie. Okay. And do, I'm have, to, do you, have you seen a trend? <laughs> do color you know, do ones with a lot of color? Do the paints go for more than the black? So, you know, is there is there a rhyme or reason to it? They tend to be more the unique colors, the blacks, the buckskins, the pintos, they tend to be more popular than solid colors. Yeah. Than the base. It's, it's generally speaking. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, if you get something special, like one of the buyback ponies we sold, in fact, the record high selling pony was a stud colt. He was black with a big blaze and two blue eyes, and he brought 25000 And he was a buyback. He's over there um, on the. I think he's just this year just starting to gather out some of the some of the some mares for himself. But that's that was my next question: is what does it mean? Like it has on here, chestnut, pinto, Philly buyback. What does that mean? The buyback program is a way for them to replenish the herd, um, and it's generally always fillies. Occasionally they'll be colts, but it, you know there are some of the mares that are older. I think they've lost two or three mares this year or just in the last several months they were in their late 20s wow um yeah oh yeah they're they're tough um and what the way it works is that the buyers of these ponies get to they get a certificate that they bought it they get to name it um they get visiting privileges it's all explained in lot a but the pony is a donation back to the fire company so it's a straight 501c3 uh, tax-deductible donation. And it's very popular because 
you know, people that live in a condo somewhere can have, uh, can and still have, the, can still fulfill the dream about big pony. Mm-hmm. But it mm-hmm. ends up going back to the island and they stay there. It lives its life right there. Right. There's also fall pickups I notice on here, and I assume that's just babies that were the ones you were talking about that were recently born that they're not ready to be weaned right. yet. Yeah. Okay. They're not ready to be weaned, and yeah. the vet will go through um, all of them the weekend while bidding's open, and they he usually does this the morning of the sale. And if there if there's some of them that aren't quite mature enough to wean that aren't listed as a fall buyback, they'll hold them. Okay. So you could buy one and, and have a couple of months to figure out where to put it. <laughs> sure. <laughs> what to do with it. <laughs> My sister-in-law went down to the island to camp for the first time. She's from Pennsylvania, and we kept getting pictures of all the ponies. Um, and her comment was, it's really hot, and there's a lot of bugs here. And for anybody that's never been there in the summertime, you don't know what bugs are till you walk in those woods. <laughs> it's, oh, yeah. It's incredible. <laughs> Uh, the if and it's typical. And these ponies grow up in that the generation for generations and generations, dozens of generations. They've been they've been bred to to survive this and to live on that salt grass. Now the you know saltwater cowboys have already just at least once this summer supplemented water, fresh water uh, for I think the North herd. And if they need round bales out there in the winter, they do. But otherwise. They put them out, but otherwise they are, you know, they're wild ponies. They fend for themselves. It is, I have a question. Yeah. Um, how big is the island in like square miles, and how many herds are there? There are there are two distinct herds, and I don't know the square mileage. It, um, it's a U.S. Uh, Forest Service preserve, wildlife <laughs> preserve, and they've got it divided. There's a um, the main, there's the north herd and the south herd, and within each herd there are different broodmare bands. Different stallions, different stands will have their bands, and and they shift. The you know, mares shift between stallion bands occasionally throughout the year. That's very. I'm I'm trying to see. I'm trying to get you uh, an answer there. Jamie and I, I'm, I'm not coming up. With I'm, it, I'm right just, away. I'm curious to know, like, you know, how, how, how many miles these guys have to roam. Uh, you know, I, I think it says here, according to the United States Census Bureau, the town has an area of 37.1 square miles. But I don't know. I mean, I've never been able to go. That's being, on Shinkatig. Yeah. On Shinkatig. Ascetig, the whole, you know, I'm not sure um, how big it is, but they've got, it's a lot of rod. Go gather them up. Yeah. yeah, and if they and if somebody calls that, and the Forest Service will call, um, and Darcy and other people are hiking, checking on ponies just because they're big fans all the time. And some of the guys that do the uh, boat tours around the island, they keep an eye on them. If they see something wrong, they know who to call. Okay, the, the island's thirty-seven miles long. Assateague yeah. is thirty-seven miles long. Gotcha. Half of that, at least, I think half of that's in Maryland. Yeah. That's what it says. Yep, you're right. Uh, yeah. Yep. Yep. It says the northern two thirds of the island is in Maryland, while the southern third is in Virginia. Yep. And Virginia is where the Shinkatig uh, Volunteer Fire Company herd is. Herds are. Gotcha. Okay. 
So they have a Do few miles to know? wander. <laughs> like, don't go up there, you guys. That's that's, <laughs> that's the different state. state. Yeah, we don't want to be a part of that. We want to <laughs> yeah. stay in. Virginia. Stay down here. Okay. Taxes down. are less. <laughs> this is amazing. So, what is what is your um, job going to be during this? If like you're not rambling and doing all the blah blah blah, blah you know, all the awesome <laughs> auction stuff, or are you just going to be doing it just because? No, <laughs> we'll be doing it. We close. We manage. Um, manage the bidding process if anybody has questions um, as we do with our other internet auctions and we've got this is the second one we're closing the the week of the the 30th we've got one uh which is a large thoroughbred dispersal from new mexico that closes on july 28th and we're closing the sport horse auction on august 5th okay so so if you're an auctioneer you do mm-hmm. the you do the, the the what is it called? What do you call your speech? The chant. The chant. The chant. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to have you do the chant for me for let's go with lot number three. And I'm gonna win this. It's the only way I'm ever gonna win a Shikati <laughs> Pony is I want you to bring in lot number three and I'm gonna bid and I want you to sell it to me right now. <laughs> Okay, here's number three. It's just a Pinto Colt. It's a Colt. Here we go. I'm going to get 1,000. I'm going to get one here. I'm going to get 1,000. I'm going to get 1,200. 1,000. Here we go. 1,200. And 1,000. I'm going to get 1,200. Here we go. You're out. You have to bid, Jamie. You have to bid. Jamie, it's radio. I can't. Jamie, I can't see you right now. Jamie, you're going to get 1,200. I'm raising my hand. What's wrong with you? I bid 1,000, and then I bid I bid 1,200. I'm going to keep bidding. I'm going to get 1,200. That's all, man. 15, now 17. 17. Now 2,000. My wife's in. You're in trouble. 17. Now 2,000. 2,000. I'm out. 22. 22. 22. 22. 22. 22. 22. At 2022, we're going to get 22 all in. All done at 2,000 bid, we're going to get 2,200. Hold it, Jamie. Yay, Jamie gets Woo! it. And the crowd goes wild. Lot number that's three. That's the part I'm going to miss because that's the part I'm really, we're really going to miss because Kathy and I love that auction. And I've been going to auctions since I was 12 or 13 years old. I'm 65 now. And we, get, we love going to auctions. We love the excitement, but there is nothing in the horse industry like this auction it's the most emotional it's the most exciting and it's just you know it's it's something really really special and and i'm we're gonna miss it i gotta ask you speaking of auctions online let me tell tim real quick that yes i did just buy my very first strictly pony um but i would also like to mention that i have bought um my my Mustang came from a prison and a prison auction, and I literally bid against my like I was so excited I was like me oh oh me <laughs> so I appreciate that you would keep me from doing that like you have the last bid I don't care bid again <laughs> so I gotta ask you I I'm curious and I, I the fact that you do both you've done online auctions and you you do it for real do does the Energy of doing it for real drive the prices higher than the online auctions, or do the online auctions go higher because people have more time to fret about it? Um, it just depends on how competitive people are. I mean, it, it varies, and I think that... Um, you mean they're not all like Jamie? <laughs> 
you should you know, see some me people. On some people will sit there. Some people will sit there and get clicking, and they're just you know they'll get that text notice you've been outbid, and they'll just hammer away at that button. Um, we had last September we had a fall in um, in more uh, blood fall, Dutch fall in one of our auctions, and um, it was you know once we got to the reserve we marked changed it to reserve met will sell to the highest bidder. And it was at 12,000 then. And then two good customers of ours, two ladies, just went to war and ended up bringing 20,500. Wow. <laughs> um, and, you know, they, it, it was, and that's exciting. It doesn't have the excitement, particularly of, um, of this auction. And, and it's a different level of excitement than you get at Keeneland. They're going to have 5,000 plus yearlings in September, thoroughbred yearlings. And, you know, the excitement is, is, is pretty rare as you get into the later hit numbers because they're just trying to run through 40 head an hour. All right. Well, let's, let's review here. We'll have to let you go. And thank you so much for joining us today and doing that and having some fun with us. It, the bidding opens from what I'm reading July 23rd and closes July 30th. Yes. Is that correct? Yes. And that they, is correct. Where now do they we, go to bid? Uh, sporthorseauctions.com. Now, I've been to a million sales. I grew up in Lancaster County, Pennsylvania, and you know how prevalent oh, auctions yeah, are good. there. Yeah. That's auction Absolutely. capital of the world, and my parents like to go every weekend. So I sat at a lot of farm auctions. Um, but is there a buyer's premium? How's all that work if they go to buy one of these? There is a transaction fee uh, that's added to the final bid, and it covers the um, electronic um, uh, transmission of the funds and other buyer services. And that's added 7%. It's added to the final bid. Okay. Um, one of the other important points is that we have uh, soft close. Um, and that means if somebody bids within three minutes of the scheduled closing time, it extends the bidding for three minutes. So as long as people are bidding, it, the lot will stay open. For oh, minutes. so it's there not like the eBay shark thing where they come in at the last second? Nope. The last they, second. Yeah. Yeah. they can't do that. They can't do that. And we have a staggered close. They're scheduled to close three minutes apart. Um, oh, I noticed so that. that yeah. The, yeah. Yeah. So that means, let's say, the, the lot won the Chestnut Pinto buyback filly. Bidding can keep going on her, and we'll, and it'll, it can close on number two. And then, obviously, Jamie's already bought number three. So, <laughs> uh, <laughs> but, and it can, it can, that's when the wars get interesting. We did a dispersal. Um, probably 16, 17 months ago for the U.S. District Court of Thoroughbreds. They were located in New Mexico, and Lot 1 was a, a stallion. And when he was within, when he was three minutes from his schedule closing time, the bid was about 10000 In an hour and nine minutes later, he closed at 35000 Wow! So the bidding will stay open. Yeah, we were, we were half, two-thirds done with the auction before he closed. So it can they can stay open, but it doesn't set back the time the closing time on the rest. But this one's going to be exciting. It's everybody's excited and a touch nervous about how it goes because it's it is an important fundraiser, the important fundraiser for the fire company, and that's what we're all about here is making sure that we can, you know, keep those. Well, if yeah. you've if you've never been able to go to the auction before, this is your chance. I mean, you can do it from oh, home. I, 
I've got to touch base here with Tim. Internethorseauctions.com. This is a website where I can legit just buy any of these horses that are on here. This (laughs) is, I mean, there's there's ponies, there's Andalusians. (laughs) What what is this? Where does this come from? Well, we we have thoroughbred auctions. We have sport horse and pony auctions that are open, mixed auctions. Um, we share the, the, for, the platform with my brother's company, and they specialize in quarter horses, paints, and Appaloosas. So and, you can, and, and so if you're, yeah, you, you can get anything you want. Just yeah, you can. Just credit card out. Dang. Okay, Glenn, I'm just going to go through this. Like, there's a uh, appendix. Then the next one is a Mustang, and then the next one is a Westphalen, mm-hmm. and the next one is a Holsteiner, and then there's a quarter horse pony cross. I don't. Yeah. I, I, can I sell my? I have a five, filly for sale. <laughs> can I put her five, on here? Number five. Number five is in Italy. Oh my God! Yeah, she's so really. You nice. can. Yeah, she's pretty special. We're waiting on some more information on her. She's pretty special, um, and. You know, can get right to the source without having to pay an agent to go shop or something over there. Boy, in the year 2000, when you started auctioning horses, no way you thought you were going to be doing it online this 20 years later. Uh, Well, you know, it's shaky thing. I never thought it would be online. Um, I have owned an auction business, horse auction business, since 1978. So I have done this for a while. And um, if you had asked me in 2000 if you could sell horses in an online auction, I would have said no. No way. And I was just wrong. And a guy that worked for us explained it the best. He was talking to another guy our age. And he said, look, he said, this isn't really for us. It's for the next generation. And they'll buy everything from their toilet paper to townhouse online. And uh, look how many of so us had be- to buy our toilet paper online. He was absolutely right. <laughs> 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 Get it. <laughs> He was absolutely right. <laughs> but it, it changed. And, and I think the big change within, show, within the show horse industry came in 2008 when uh, the economy collapsed. And it's expensive to take one to a live auction. And we sold 3,200 horses in 2007 in, uh, in auctions around the country. And by 2011, it was down to 1,400. So it was, you know, we had to, we had to adapt and it's worked out very, very well for us. Well, I'll tell you what. You have a standing invitation. You contact Jennifer anytime you have a new auction coming up, and maybe even the person you know having the sale, if they want to come on, uh, we'll chat about it. This has been fun. There's horses it for sale on right. this website in, in Oklahoma, Glenn. Oh, I'm no. <laughs> thanks, Tim. Yeah, you her husband that, thanks you for here. that. Uh, we're here to help. Uh-huh. We are here to help. <laughs> I already bought a damn pony. What else do you want? <laughs> Thanks, Tim. Thanks, Tim. Thank you both. Take care. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right. Bye-bye. That website again is sporthorseauctions.com. In- we'll put a link to... Internet horse auctions. This is insane. I <laughs> I, I mean, can I sell Zara on this thing? Like, It looks how- to me like there's groups, like the, the group will consign a pile of horses. I don't think he's selling individual horses from what I see on here. Like it's a dispersal of thoroughbreds. It's a dispersal of quarter horses. I am looking at one, Glenn, that is just horses from uh, one horse from Colorado. Then there's one horse from Kentucky and there's one oh, horse maybe from contact Florida. him. Yeah. Mm. 
Buy Zara. I'm gonna. I'm sorry. I have to go down here and buy Moonbeam. <laughs> All right. Let's hear from Kentucky Performance Products, and we're gonna be back with some really bad ads for you yet. And uh, I got to talk to you a little bit about diesel trucks because, uh, as you know, uh, we got our fir- we got our first diesel we've had in 15 years. But there's some things about owning diesel trucks that you kind of forget. So uh, l- let's come back to that. This Nutrition Minute is brought to you by Kentucky Performance Products, the company that simplifies your search for research-proven nutritional supplements at kppusa.com. The horse that matters to you matters to Kentucky Performance Products. Electrolytes. Who needs them? Your horse, that's who. Electrolytes perform critical functions within your horse's body. They help regulate nerve and muscle functions by carrying electrical impulses between cells. In addition, electrolytes assist the body in maintaining a healthy fluid balance by controlling your horse's desire to drink. When your horse loses significant amounts of electrolytes and fluids, problems such as dehydration, muscle cramping, fatigue, tying up, and colic may occur. Even in mild forms, these conditions can have a negative impact on your horse's ability to perform and recover after exercise. Top riders and veterinarians turn to Summer Games Electrolyte to keep their horse healthy in hot weather, and you can too. Summer Games replenishes the electrolytes and trace minerals lost when your horse sweats, and it stimulates the thirst response so your horse continues to drink and stay properly hydrated. So when the going gets hot, trust Summer Games Electrolyte from Kentucky Performance Products to protect your horse. This Nutritional Minute has been brought to you by Kentucky Performance Products. You can find all of their terrific products at kppusa.com. And we're back, and welcome back to Horses in the Morning in our 10th year here on the show. Uh, For the auditors, we will have a post-show. Apparently, Jamie has to tell us about something that just she can't wait to talk to us about oh my god like let's end the show right now i have to tell you i have to tell you (laughs) before we do that we have some really bad ads but i wanted to talk to you there was this post on horse nation about 20 reasons why diesel trucks are the worst now we traded our half ton gas truck for a three-quarter ton diesel truck that of the same year it's a 2013 so it was kind of almost an even trade. But, of course, we got the bigger horse trailer with the front ramp, which meant it was too big for the half ton. You know how that goes. It's the typical thing, you know. It's like uh, yeah. like it's, it, climbing uh, the mounting block. It's just one more step up. Now, I next will step, tell you. Next step, you got to get the next step. I will tell you that the dealership was really, really willing to play to sell cars right now. Um, so, uh, that's just a helpful hint. If you're looking at buying a car or a truck, we, it, they were, they were more than happy to play right now. So, yeah, well, um, my car is a diesel and my truck is a diesel. So I'm excited about hearing why they're the worst. Well, they're I not they're worst. worst. It's just things you run into when you have a diesel that you've forgotten when you don't have a diesel. Like there's one freaking diesel pump. Now, at least there's one pump. There's one diesel pump now at almost every gas station of any size, which thank God, because we had the diesel 20 years ago, you had to go to the truck stop. You had to drive out of your way to go to the truck stop to get your diesel. So there was some planning ahead there. But why do the gas cars always park and stay forever to go in and get food at the diesel pump? As a person who's been driving a diesel vehicle for the last probably 15 years, I can tell you that 
I don't think there's anything that makes me hotter. <laughs> I mean, I get it now. Curious. <laughs> and by the way, there are not a million diesel fuel tanks and pumps in Norman, Oklahoma. The only one is about 10, eight, eight miles away. So I have to drive eight miles to go get gas, to go get diesel fuel because regular gas stations here don't, don't have. Oh, it. see here, we got all the n- brand new big Wawa's and stuff and they all have the diesel pumps now. What's a Wawa? That's, that's the huge. That's the big gas station with the full food and all. You know, really big, um, with twenty five pumps. And we we have. They just built five of them in town. Literally. And in then the why system. on earth would you park? Like, see, there's twenty five. Oh pumps. yeah. This there's is not. Two this is not on the end. This is not your average. Uh, you know, two pumps at a gas station. Move out of the way. You had plenty <laughs> to choose from. You did not have to park your little happy tiny little Prius in front of the diesel <laughs> pump because true. I will run that tube right over your car. And and this comes from the owner of a diesel uh, uh, bug too, right? You own a diesel bug. Uh, yes, yeah. I do own a diesel bug and people are still dicks. When you get about a right thousand miles on that tank of gas on the diesel bug? Oh my God. It's insane. <laughs> it is insane. I average like four uh, non-highway street city, 45 miles to the gallon. <laughs> How about fuel price sticker shock? Yeah, that's something I forgot about. You see it on the, you know, you see it on the sign all the time that diesel's more, but until you actually pay the bill, you don't realize how much more. It didn't used to be when I bought a diesel, it was cheaper. It was cheaper. You're right. Years ago when we had our first diesel, it was probably 50 cents cheaper and now it's 50 cents more. Yep. Yep, You're right. Um, You've probably had this happen. How many times have you been catcalled from the guy in an F-150? I went through a, I went through a, what was that? You pay your 50 cents or whatever, you know, the thing. And I, I need a change. So I go through and the guy looks up at me from in his little, you know, Oh, oh this toll is booth, the toll booth. <laughs> toll booth. And he goes, what the hell's a little peanut like you driving a big old <laughs> truck like that? Mm-hmm. You know what? I'll run over your peanut. <laughs> and I think we've we've had this one too. People posted this one. Uh, hey, your boyfriend let you drive that big truck? <laughs> oh my god! Don't even talk about how when I went to go shopping for my diesel truck, they were like, "Oh, honey, you don't need a big truck like that. Let's get you a nice little Tacoma." <laughs> I was like, "You know what? You just lost some business." <laughs> Uh, and, and they comment in here the hyper masculine names for diesel engines: Power Stroke, Cummins. You know, yeah, yeah. Come on, <laughs> they're they always have been that way though. That's been that way forever. And of course, the never ending battle about which is better for. We have a GMC. This is the first GMC diesel we've ever had. No, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, I know. What do you got? You got a Ford? No, I, I'm a Dodge girl. Oh, Dodge. See, yeah, you got a Dodge. Uh, I think all the engines are made in the same place now. Um, and I'm probably going to hear all complaints go to Jennifer at horseradionetwork.com. <laughs> <laughs> How about the dirty looks you get when you pull into a Whole Foods parking lot <laughs> and park beside oh, the 25 God, Priuses? For shame. <laughs> for shame. <laughs> do you really do that? Is there a Whole Foods in Oklahoma? Uh, I go to Sprouts. There's Sprouts. And that's and like I a Whole Foods and it's in Oklahoma? It's, it's like a Whole Foods. Is it yeah, like not a- the busiest store ever? It's just empty. You're the only one that goes in Oklahoma? I I can find space for my <laughs> I bet diesel. you can. <laughs> <laughs> not so, so they ordered, they opened one of those here. Not a Whole Foods, but it's, a, it's a, 
I forget what it's called, Fresh Mart or one of those. It's actually owned by Whole Foods, and it's like a Whole Foods. First one in Ocala. We never had one before. Closest one was an hour away. It's closed already within a year. So Clark Howard is a radio guy, and he does financial uh, things. And you know what he calls Whole Foods? He, he's a, he's a guy that will make sure you don't spend any money. So he calls it whole paycheck. Yeah, well, that's pretty much true. <laughs> that's, I think, why the one in Ocala closed. <laughs> I do think that's why it closed. And then the biggest, there's a whole bunch more here, but the biggest one, parking. Parking in a parking garage. Am I the only one, please, please tell me I'm not, that pulls in the parking garage to see if you hit the little thing that tells you if your truck's too high? You know, I just thing? duck. I, I duck too. I thought I was the only one that ducked, and then you're going up the ramp, and those beams look really close. <laughs> it just look really close. I'm ducking the whole time. It's like, okay, good. I feel better that I'm not the only one. Thank you. For- I'm a, I'm not quit ducking now that I know you duck. <laughs> I think everybody ducks, and we're all waiting to hit that little bar to see if you're too high. It's like, oh, it's got to hit it. It looks so close. <laughs> Uh, yeah, but uh, you know what, though? It's fun to drive a diesel. The The half ton just seemed like we were driving an SUV. When you're in the diesel three-quarter ton or one ton, it just feels like you're driving a truck again. I'm happy about it. All right, let's go to some really bad ass. Att- I'll say pay attention. If you ain't met one by now, you're bound to sooner or later. He says one thing and he means another, but... He can't help it. He's a horse trader. Horse trading. Well, it's a lazy fair. Let the buyer beware. Horse trading. They tell a low-down lie with a sincere stare. Horse trading. Well, if they're talking in circles and the deal ain't square, he's a master in the fine art of persuading. Horse trading. That's right, it is time for Really Bad Ads, that time of the week when listeners submit some ads they found on Craigslist or Facebook, and we just have a little fun with them because they've got issues. I've got one, though, that I found that I would love to read, and um, it's just... Can we tell them about the prizes first? Yes, fine, but I just <laughs> wanted you to know that okay. I did have one as okay. well. Horselovers.com provides our prizes every month, and everybody that submits an ad gets put on the list. If you submit your own ad where you read it into your phone and send it to us in the form of a voicemail, or there's actually a link right on the website where you can record it right on your phone. It comes directly to us, which is what most people do. You can do that uh, from your phone, and you get double the credits if you send in and read your own ads, and we have some of those today as well. But the prize is for this month, and uh, Jamie's going to tell you about the first one. All right. Well, Glenn doesn't want to discuss <laughs> no, these sports, <laughs> the sports bras, the Enel sports bras, and uh, you get your choice of it, including the Enel Sport High Impact Bra. This maximum support sports bra is for those who feel like nothing is working for them, designed exclusively for C cups and above. I'm out. The patented Enel Sport <laughs> is the best sports bra you'll find. We understand that a sports bra isn't just for looks. It's a critical piece of athletic equipment. Dude, that is so true. Use the, Try this wire-free front hook sports bra, and you'll feel the difference. It's a $70 value. 
Very good. And the second prize is a Kensington product. Horse lovers helped Kensington products out after the fire by acquiring their remaining stock. So this month's prize includes a Kensington convertible weekender bag. That's the carry bag. It's like a it converts into seven different bags. So whatever you want to do with it. And the Kensington signature garment carrier, of course, to carry your show clothes to the show. Both in plaid black, the weekender bag is convertible with four styles, a briefcase, a shoulder bag, a crossbody bag, and a backpack. And the garment carrier is made of ballistic nylon outer shell. The bag is generously sized to accommodate multiple garments for your showing pleasure. And that's a $100 value. You want to do the last one? Sure. The Ovation Jump Air Helmet ERS is still closed. So uh, the Ovation Jump Air Helmet will take you to the next level of style with a popular large air vent look. It features a genuine leather visor and harness, easy adjust dial for a snug fit, easy to clean rubberized finish, removable, washable, cool max liner, which is important when it's the dog days of summer. And it comes with its own nylon carrying bag valued at one Oh nine ninety five. Very good. All of those prizes are available for this month. Get your ads into Jennifer at horse radio network.com. And whether we read your ad or not on the show, you are entered And the following people it's entered, but we don't have time for them on the show today. That's Christy, Corinna and Linda. So thank you all for sending your ads in. Now and we keep had, in mind, if you record it yourself, you get double the entries. And we're going to England for the first one. I have one though. I told you. Hi, this is Nicola from London and I've got a really good ad. It's very honest. Um, so I don't know if it's bad. Tentatively looking to put my one of a kind team chaser out on loan due to some shit happening. He's a 16-1 chestnut pocket rocket and most emphatically not a novice ride. He rides like a rocket-fueled Nissan Skyline with a jammed accelerator. Jumps anything you point him at at a terrifyingly warped speed unless he's behind when his mates run out, at which point you'll have more chance of jumping it yourself. Leads well, probably best of all running second, but will completely flatten anyone who checks in front of him without a second thought. Sometimes loses the ability to turn, resulting in full circuits of the field at the Cotswolds, screaming, go left you b****, before the message sticks in. <laughs> but a Waterford film or gag has helped the situation somewhat. He's great to take out and about unless you take his friend away, at which point he will lose his tiny mind, destroy you, your trailer, and everything you ever loved. <laughs> He requires approximately 9.678 tonnes of oats, conditioning mix, and alpha beat a day, so he doesn't look like something that you'll have the RSPCA called out regularly to when he hasn't got a rug on. He's brilliant to clip, shoe, dentist, etc., but for God's sake, do not take his companion away during any of these activities if you don't want <laughs> Satan on your hands. He loves show jumping, absolutely loves it. Sets off like Denman at the foot of the Cheltenham Hill when he captures sight of the coloured poles arrayed in front of him. Hacks out alone or in company with equal enthusiasm, enjoys long walks in the country and long walks on the beach, if you replace walks with flat-out galloping. School surprisingly well for his llama bloodlines. Definitely ability to do a test there. Note, I did not say well. Genuinely lovely, talented, fun, exciting and all-round brilliant horse with no vices to have around and one of the best uh, cross-country horses I've ever sat on, but definitely a thoroughbred. Any takers? Well, he has now got a taker, so he's now found a home. So good ad <laughs> <laughs> i love how they at the end they always say no vices after they just went through all of the vices all the vices i was like uh, except for the herd bound yeah uh, except for not take that pony game. away <laughs> <laughs> oh man i found this next one online and uh i just i thought it was too good not to share so uh this one 
excuse me, I just have a cold if you haven't noticed. Um, tired of people cutting you off in the warm up ring. Are you sick of not being noticed in the hat class riding yet another 15 two hand horse? Well, seven is the horse for you. Seven is a 2006 18 hand bay moose that will get you noticed. Miniature earthquakes draw the judge's attention with every stride. Ribbon presenters love standing on their tiptoes to hand you the prizes. Never worry about people cutting you off again because seven will throw a temper tantrum just noticeable enough that people will stay away from that quote crazy horse trot on in peace, watching ponies flee in terror as you approach. <laughs> Don't like to jump. Seven is a dual purpose horse. Ride him out or he'll plow your field learning to jump. That's okay. Seven will jump fences. He feels you're ready for things. Seven likes to do for fun being worn as a hat. Wearing tiny hats, picking up and throwing skunks. This unique feature makes Seven the only horse in Alberta to require an annual rabies shot. You'll have to talk to your vets about it. Tell them you're serious. And while you're at it, invest in some tomato juice. He likes to pretend he's a camel and he'll store water in his mouth. So bring an umbrella when handling Seven, lest you fall victim to a surprise shower. Other features include guaranteed to make you look like a toddler on a lesson pony, no matter what your proportions. His <laughs> massive body is very slimming to all shapes and sizes of rider. Will turn feral and try to bite your arm if unhandled for like a week. Did I mention the rabies vaccine? 100% child safe, surprisingly. Should probably vaccinate your kids for rabies, though, just to be safe. <laughs> Comes with Dayglow orange turnout sheet used during hunting season is advised. Um, reviews include, wow, he's huge. Couldn't find a bigger horse, huh? Or, oh my <laughs> God, how tall is he? Prospective buyers must live close by as he does not fit in standard size horse trailers. I bet he doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> and he has no vices at all. No, he's pretty, no vices no, except for no. that whole biting. Yeah. And things yeah, like that. Yeah. <laughs> that was a good one. <laughs> good find. I did. I saw that. And I was like, hmm. That one needs to be shared. Um, Chantel sent the next, the next one. one. Yeah, Chantel sent this one in. Looking for a black and white gelding, 8 to 10 years old, 45 to 46 inches tall. Not 44, not 47. 45 to 46. Would like him broke to ride, drive, and work single and double. Well, there's not a much I'm of no an I'm no mathematician, but 45 inches seems awful small for a rideable horse. <laughs> yeah, that is a kind of a tiny horse. Uh, but, you know, and not only that, it has to be able to ride, drive, and work single or double, which means it has to be able to drive pairs, too, which very few horses are trained for. Uh, okay. Would buy or trade for him. Now, this is, they're looking to buy this well-broke little horse, uh, and they're willing to trade a goat. Uh, not just any goat. An Angora Nubian buckling goat. Uh, they will trade a potbelly pig or a 2001 Grand Dam <laughs> willing to trade. <laughs> no, do not take a 2001, 2001 Grand, Dam. Grand Dam. Oh my God, it, doesn't, it can't still run. There's not a Grand Dam in the world no still running. Chance. <laughs> no chance. God, they were awful cards. If interested, email a photo with a description and price to me. And for all of you that own a Grand Dam and it still runs, please write to Jennifer at horseradionetwork.com. We don't care. We need photos. We need photos, to yeah. be fair. <laughs> and let, let's face it. If a 2001 Grand Am is still running, they've spent a fortune keeping it that way. Yeah, All right. Aaron's. Um, then, oh, Aaron's Aaron, got yeah, one. Let, okay. me, let me play Aaron here. 
Hey everyone, this is Aaron in hey, Vermont Aaron. with a really bad ad from a Facebook page called Everything Horse in Vermont and New Hampshire. Uh, the post is in search of female farrier, F-E-R-R-I-E-R, which will be repeated throughout the ad. So uh, don't worry, we're not putting horses on boats here, but this is in search of a female farrier that can come to blank blank Vermont and work on two horses feet, one eight-year-old gelding and one stubborn 14-year-old mare. I need someone ASAP as the gelding needs all four feet done as soon as possible. My mare needs all her feet done as well, just not as badly needed. I have nothing against male farriers, F-E-R-R-I-E-R-S, but my mare will not let men work on her feet, comma. She tries to kick and doesn't want anything to do with men unless you are a visitor like my father and have a cookie. So if you're a woman and want to take on this project, uh, there's a job for you waiting in Vermont. And uh, as a follow-up, according to Facebook, there are 25 comments offering services to this person and these kicking horses, um, and apparently someone is going out to do the job. <laughs> we, we apparently have Jennifer had to uh, edit some of the. <laughs> I love her sound effects. Does she add those? I think Jennifer might have added those. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Wow! Wow! Cool. <laughs> Uh, the next one is a oh trailer God, that was that? sent in <laughs> by Hannah. And um, you know how usually like people are riding down the road with a horse trailer, and if it's like a gooseneck, it's up higher, so it kind of slants backwards. You know, from from their head will be higher than their back feet, that yeah, kind of thing. Yeah. This is the opposite. <laughs> this it says real nice, easy pulling one horse trailer. Um, it's a it's a one horse trailer, one of those little like death traps that no horse should ever get in. Uh, but it's got four wheel. It looks like a like a wagon. It's a it looks like it's trailer. souped up, like it's a hip hop car. With the back it's, wheels are so much bigger than the front. The wheels. back wheels are way bigger. <laughs> they look huge. like clown wheels. <laughs> and it's it's one of those. It's going to be hard to back up like a wagon because it's got the four wheels in the front front. Yeah. You gotta have four miles to back this puppy up. You wanna get <laughs> it into the right spot. It. Especially that big diesel, which are tough to back up anyway. All right. Yeah, that's a good trip. Oh, we got another trip. Oh my. <laughs> okay, Cynthia sent the next trailer in, and it's parked between a shed and a fence that is full of crap. It's 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 also a one horse trailer. <laughs> A rounded front one horse trailer, but you cannot see the wheels because there's so much crap. You can, the whole side of the trailer is smashed in. Uh, the roof looks like at least like a sieve and it doesn't have a jack in the front because it's laying on the ground in the weeds. And the ad reads, it's a vintage 1960s one horse trailer, unique with lots of personality, but it does need refurbishing. Yeah, it does. Yeah. I don't know that yeah. maybe scrapping would be a better idea here refurbishing's a little little optimistic i think i don't i don't think that that can be refurbished what what's growing out of the side <laughs> looks like something's growing out of the side cannabis <laughs> cannabis plants maybe it's a really valuable maybe, all right maybe that's the one they found in england maybe that's where two yeah. trailers in a row both one horse trailers it's a theme um <laughs> the next one was sent in by caitlin ISO large pony. Any ponies out there that are kid broke and over 12 hands tall under $3,000 doesn't need to be anything special. This is a simple request. Three criteria. That's it. Over 12 hands, kid broke under $3,000. 
If anyone responds with an offer of something that does not fit all three, I will share to your Facebook page memes about political candidates <laughs> creating a rift of San, San Andreas proportions among your family and friends, <laughs> causing you to lose all hope, swear off social media forever, and move to a commune in the Washington state. That person is pissed. <laughs> <laughs> this ad's wow. been up a while and they haven't been they've been getting offered all kinds of crap. <laughs> this is a simple request. That's it. <laughs> and we're not even picky about what pony we get our kid. That's <laughs> funny. All right. Uh what it wouldn't be really bad ads and it wouldn't be a, a complete not really better. bad ads without one thing, Jamie. And what's that? It needs to be our friend who's not from Brooklyn, Lorene. Hi, good morning, guys. It's Laureen. Hi, I'm gonna read a bad ad. Um, this ad says quarter horse one thousand nine hundred and ninety nine dollars, <laughs> and there's no punctuation in this ad. It's very short. Doesn't give a lot of information, but no punks. So, sixteen year red quarter horse has great ground manners. Now, manners is with a capital. M and an apostrophe S. So great ground manners, neck reins, very small load, stands for ferrier, UTD, gets along with other horses and animal, needs an advanced rider or someone with horse knowledge. I don't have time to ride him, 1999 Negotiable to ride home, he needs a forever video is at request. What? That's the ad. Thanks. <laughs> well read, <Bye>. though. <laughs> I don't think we understood any of it, but well read. <laughs> wow. It's true. Uh, that is how it sounds like in your head when you don't use punctuation. Kids stay in school. You know, when you were a kid taking English class and you were, why are, why do we have so much punctuation? Uh, that's why. You yeah. just heard why. Yeah. That's why. <laughs> uh, Vicky sent this one in and the title is, Glenn, by the way, I just tagged you in a post on Facebook uh, on the auditor's page. I need you to delete. Um, the title is Vicky sent this one in the title is need gone have an estate from oh man <clears throat> no punctuation have an estate from someone passing away there is two horses I want to go to a good home 500 for both I don't have information besides they are friendly and have been rode one has shoes or need gone ASAP <laughs> I have another. Uh, this one was sent in Remember by. Remember when we did the segment about having a will? By yeah, the way? yeah, exactly. Yeah, this is why you have a will, so your horses don't get sold for five hundred dollars as a pair. Exactly why one has shoes on. That's exactly why. Uh, Katie sent this one in. Uh, Two-year-old stud colt by Blue Panther. Out of the daughter, out of a daughter of Mister Goldbucks. <laughs> God, these quarter names or something else. Uh, tell me this colt shouldn't work a set of barrels. Cat not included. Dogs available for additional fee. Human handler will through in for free. Got that? Wait, what? The human handler, though, they, they will through in for free. It should have said throw in for free. It's through through and for free uh oh, so it looks like is it like her ex-boyfriend yeah or <laughs> yeah could be exactly could be but it's made for barrels come and get it today and the, it's really pretty they have a lot of dogs kind of one of them kind of looks like your dog yeah it's a lot of dogs in the background okay the next one is uh jessica sent in thank you jessica it's a mare horse 
I love mare horses. Um, the, 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 the words are mare, throg, T-H-O-U-R-O-G, and then in the next word is capital bread, B-R-E-A-D. So mare, throg, bread, six years old saddles. Ugh, and it needs now, some vittles. It needs what? Some vittles. Some food. It needs some food. Yeah, it needs some bread. Um, so it's a picture of a horse that is tied to a tree, and there is just stuff everywhere on the ground. There's hoses and some sort of Dawn dish detergent directly underneath That's it. That's for the fleas. And again, this is a sales photo. You're trying to sell something. The barbed wire is falling down in the back. It's just a mess. No soul. I can't can't even you can't have any soul and still look at these ads. Okay. And can I say that I misspell thoroughbred a lot, but never this way. <laughs> you always say nobody can spell thoroughbred because we wanted to do retired yes. resource radio and he was like, You can't have thoroughbred in the title because nobody can spell but everybody can spell it except for people like this. <laughs> Okay, and you, apparently. And me, apparently. <laughs> awesome. Well, Thanks, everybody, for sending it in. If you are an auditor, you're going to want to stick around because I, I can't even. Have a terrific weekend, everybody. There's a lot of the weekly shows have come out this week over on horseradionetwork.com. Go check those out. Uh, we had a lot of some of the every other week shows come out as well, so you're going to want to take a listen to those. You should have a busy weekend listening to podcasts just with ours. And we appreciate you being here. We will be back on Monday. I think we have a full week of shows again next week, so no problem there. And uh, thanks, Jamie. Thanks, Glenn. Spade, neuter, gallant. Everybody have a good one. And send your ads in for uh, really bad ads to Jennifer at horseradionetwork.com. And your complaints. Did we get right to it today, Glenn? We did. (laughs) 